working on the road for a living or traveling a lot in general can really take a toll not only on our mental, but also our physical health. This is the Road to Health Podcast, and I am Tamar, your host for this adventure. Recently, I started a career where I'm traveling a lot more than I ever have, which of course has brought to light some challenges I must now face in terms of achieving and maintaining a healthier lifestyle. Join me on my journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the experts I work with to lose 40 pounds by June 1st, 2020. I found, although it's not always easy to resist the temptations the road brings, by using a few key strategies, it can help mitigate the damage. So, if you struggle to make healthy choices on the road like I do, join me on the road to health. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me on this bonus episode of the Road to Health podcast. My name is Tamar, your host for this adventure, and happy New Year's, everyone. It's 2020, a new decade. Um, I know there's a lot of hype around 2020, but for me, it's another day. Um, I don't generally believe in New Year's resolutions anymore, only because I try to make sure that I consistently update my goals now. Um, I used to be one of those people that would set a goal for the new year and then a few months later I would it would just kind of fizzle away so I'm really trying to have the mentality that goals are something that you create all the time it's an ongoing thing so but with being a new year of course I'm really excited because 2019 was a great year I grew a lot I've done a lot I've gotten out of my comfort zone so I'm really really looking forward to 2020. So I always love a good challenge. And when I heard about this challenge a couple months ago, I got to be honest, I was a little hesitant because it's a meat and bricks challenge. And I do actually eat keto bricks. I bring them with me when I travel for business because if I don't have time to stop for lunch, it's a great healthy um, meal that I can eat that you know one brick is a thousand calories and I will usually eat half and it fills me up and gives me the proper nutrition that I need Um, so that's a bonus but I really because I'm not a keto person and nor does keto really work for me just because it's not something I can sustain or could sustain in the past um, I wasn't a hundred percent but of course as soon as I hear the word challenge it sways me because I love a good challenge and I have a few friends that are doing this as well So, you know, the fact that this is being hosted by Adam Shively, Danny Vega, and Robert Sykes, who all three of them are health and fitness experts. I mean, you can't have a better team of coaches than that, really. So I decided, you know what, why not? Let's do it. It's only 28 days. And for me, I figured I'd start January off with a bang because over the last two weeks, I have been really thoroughly enjoying the holidays. I've had some tasty desserts and snacks and food and I could probably use a bit of a cleanse to be honest so I figured that uh, there would be no harm in taking part in this 28-day challenge. During the next 28 days I will be eating a keto brick. I will probably actually have half. One is a thousand calories and is a little too much for me sometimes. It'll just depend on how I feel and what I'm doing that day and then the rest of the day will be meat and so Of course, we're being properly coached with what types of meat we should be eating. It's all grass-fed quality meat. 
and of course getting our healthy oils in like fish oil and stuff like that so there is a plan around this we're not just kind of eating whatever we want and winging it we actually have some guidelines which is great um so that's the main idea of the challenge and then of course uh tracking wise i'm going to be tracking what I eat uh, for the first couple weeks, I'm probably going to focus more on just getting myself filled up uh, rather than tracking calories. I am curious though to see how much calories I'll be eating within a day. So that's why I'm going to make sure I still log my food. Um, so I'll get some information. I'm also going to be reporting back uh, to you guys through the Facebook group. So if you haven't signed up, make sure you do so. It's called the Road to Health podcast in Facebook. Um, so I'll be giving um, every few days an update if something happens or, you know, to let you guys know how I'm feeling energy wise and all that good stuff. Um, I love this challenge for the simplicity of it. I mean, for my line of work to be out and about, it's much easier if I don't have to think about what I'm eating or put together a meal plan. Um, so this really kind of limits my food prep for the month which is great I'm really excited for that the only challenge I'm going to face is I am heading off to the U.S. for a week towards the end of the month for a team building sales meeting so there will be some team dinners um, I'm just going to have to be really mindful of maybe eating a full brick um, or an extra half of a brick if we're going out for dinner and just making sure I pick some you know steak and bacon or chicken or whatnot. So that'll be the biggest challenge, but I'm also looking forward to it because I'm doing a challenge and it should keep me on track if everything goes well. A couple days ago, I was fortunate enough timing-wise that I had my one-on-one -on -one coaching session with Adam. So I was able to ask him some questions leading into this challenge, which helped a lot. I got a lot of good information out of this. And so I wanted to attach that audio so you guys could kind of get a behind-the-scenes look at how the coaching session went. So check it out. All right, tomorrow, welcome to your hot seat coaching session. How can I help you out with this round? I would like to talk about the up and coming meat and bricks challenge. So it's something that I was really hesitant to do. Um, I really like a good challenge. So I was like, okay, man. <laughs> um, but of course I've been met with a lot of resistance. If I tell people they're like, Oh, what are you doing? Why would you do that kind of thing? And it's not healthy to eat just meat. So I'm in, I'm doing it. I'm actually really looking forward to it. But um, I guess just, you know, I've listened to the videos and stuff like that, but you know, not eating vegetables and stuff like that. How does that affect you like digestive and stuff? Well, okay. So first off, you know, you might get some flack from people. They just don't understand it. And it's, it's a 28 day challenge. And really it's the purpose of the challenge for me. One is simplicity. Like you eat a couple of things and you can don't have to stress out about food. You're getting your nutrition in that you need. Uh, from the meat, from the bricks, good to go. Um, and then it's about transitioning to a lower carb lifestyle. Right. Like that's that's the next thing. So it's a bridge, and it's not like going to do this forever. Like I can, like I've been doing this for a couple of months, and it's very sustainable. I've got it kind of my pattern figured out. And it's not a big deal. Um, but you know, you're using this as kind of an on ramp, you know, right. to the next destination. So, I mean, just describe it as that, like, this is, a, this is an on-ramp, this is, a, this is a bridge to the next, my, my lower carb lifestyle. And it's just a challenge. It's a fun thing. Like people do 
challenges that are like do 50 push-ups every day for 50 days like that's the same thing like you're not gonna do 50 push-ups every day for the rest of your life you're just doing this as a thing to spark and ignite change so um you know if people don't understand it then that's that's their deal but um <laughs> so like nutrition wise people a lot of people are like okay you're not gonna get all the nutrients you you uh that you need if you aren't eating vegetables like fiber things like that um I have not had any sort of an issue at all. In fact, I feel less bloated because I don't, I'm very sensitive to fiber and things like that. So not having that uh, like gassy bloated feeling has been awesome. And like, you know, digestive system seems fine. Bowel movements, fine. Uh, all that. And I've been doing this for two months now because the bricks have some fiber in it. They've got, they've got, you know, vitamins and, and minerals. Like if you eat good quality meat, you get a lot of nutrition there. If you're eating, if you add in organ meats, that's you know, like bonus, you know, that you don't need to take vitamins if you eat organ meat. Um, but then things like, you know, a good quality fish oil, that's, that counts as meat and bricks. Um, you know, or, or so if you're cooking with olive oil, we can, we're, like, we're, you know, letting people do olive oil, avocado oil, like all those oils and things like that. Like that's all super healthy fat. That's going to keep everything flowing nice and smooth. So, um, I feel like all the bases are covered and, you know, I don't, I don't see anything terrible happening in 28 days with, with the old meat and bricks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then for like meat wise, I've kind of followed suit to what everybody else has been ordering, like a yep. bit of mixture of anything, but is there like, I've, there's a lot of red meat in it. Does it matter if you're eating a lot of red meat? Again, my opinion, no. Uh, okay. Like uh, if you know, you'll have, okay. So here's a good example. I'm friends with vegan chef, Leslie Durso. There she is on the wall. And she is super passionate about being vegan. And, but there's just, there are a lot of assumptions that will be made um, across the board. You know, people that eat meat assume that vegans don't eat any protein and they're, they're protein deficient. Vegans assume that people that only eat meat have terrible cholesterol issues you know like there are the, these assumptions that happen that aren't always true so yeah. i put up a, a post of one of my meals that i ate which had uh beef heart vi uh, venison liver venison uh tenderloin and i cooked it in uh bacon ends that's what it was yeah and she left a comment that said adam that's enough cholesterol to kill a horse i'm thinking i'm thinking all right uh, that's I understand what you're saying, but beef heart, zero cholesterol, venison tenderloin, zero cholesterol, venison liver, zero cholesterol, a half an ounce of bacon ends, like not that much. Like, yeah. there's, like <laughs> I, I maybe had enough cholesterol to kill a mouse, but not a horse. Um, <laughs> but like just assumptions like that, like you'll have these kind of broad brush assumptions like meat equals bad, plants equal good or vice versa. And I'm not, I'm not super uh, worried about that, but you want to, with meat, like you want to mix it up, they'll get different sources, get good quality stuff, you know, like mm -hmm. grass fed, organic. The big thing for me is the hormones. Like I don't want meat that's pumped full of hormones. I don't care what it's fed on, corn, grass, protein shakes, whatever. I don't want hormones. Like that's the big thing for me that will, that's damaging with meat is if you're getting these, you know, these cattle that are just shot full of, steroids or you're drinking milk from cattle that are shot full of estrogen to make them produce more milk like 
that's that's a no-go for me for sure and that's where the really nasty side effects of meat kind of come to uh you know they they rear their ugly head more more often than not so i was talking with somebody about this uh that's developing meat snacks and he's like how important is grass-fed because that really jacks the price up and i said if you can give me no hormones no antibiotics like i don't want to feel like i'm taking medicine when i eat my meat you know like i i I don't want any of that um and then if it has so with grass-fed versus like corn-fed grain-fed the omega-3 to omega-6 ratio you know gets thrown off a little bit but with me i eat so many omega-3 fatty acids and i eat so much fish and sardines and i do shots of fish oil and like my omega-3s are still like giant. So if I have a little bit of, you know, beef that has a little bit of a higher omega-6 just because it ate corn instead of uh, grass, I'm still going to be okay. I just don't want the right. hormones. Like that's the, that's the key thing for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I went to a supplier that just like you guys have down in the U.S. So I made that it was all grass-fed, which is good. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, and knowing the the people that you're getting your meat from or like if you know like like i talked about in my instagram post if you know hunters or people like that that go out and and kill wild game like connect with those people because a lot of times uh you know they don't eat all the meat or they don't uh eat like the organ meat and stuff like that like my dad always gives me his organ meat and i'm like sweet free that's like basically <laughs> fifty dollars okay. yeah fifty dollars worth of meat that's like perfect and pristine that's super healthy just put that on my plate and i'm good to go right so in terms of calories then, so I'm, I'm still doing calorie cycling and tracking everything that I eat. Should I still be doing that? Or for this, should I just stick to, you know, my brick for lunch and then meet in the evening? Um, that's up to you. What I would suggest is week one, just focus on eating meat and bricks and be super relaxed about it. <clears throat> and just pay attention to your hunger levels and your energy levels, your focus levels. And, you know, don't stress out too much about the calories, then start to phase it in, uh, come week two to like the, the live Q and A's and the, the zoom chats will do ready with that information and maybe track for a couple of days and go, okay, here's what I noticed in week one, or here's where my, my weight went, here's where my energy levels were. And then I tracked a couple of days this week so far, and here's where my macros are at or my calories. What would you suggest for manipulations? Then we kind of work with you to to dial it in a little bit tighter because it'll, it'll look different. It'll, uh, it'll be a little bit different than normal because we're dropping carbs so low. So exactly that's, and you'll, you'll see a result out of that. Um, but we also, I, I'm not a huge fan of like, let's really tank the carbs and then calories also at the same time. Like that, that's too much <laughs> right. manipulation at, at once. And, uh, so you may even, try to nudge up the calories just a little bit so that that'll help with mental clarity. I don't want you hangry at the same time that you're, you're, you're feeling the, the carb dip a little bit. So, right. Um, and then with, with the, the eating of the meat and the bricks, like you, people have different routes that they take there. Like some people uh, will do like a half a brick in meat and then half a brick and meat, two meals. Uh, I usually do a full brick with meat and then just a meat only meal uh, with, I do my two meals most days, a couple of days I'll do three meals. Um, so, you know, there's no direct pattern that you have to follow there either. So whatever makes sense, maybe you can experiment with that the first week as well and just kind of see what, what floats your boat there. It might be something that 
you like to break up your brick and just kind of snack on that throughout the day or whatever makes sense for you. But yeah, I would keep it low, low key that first week for sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try. I heard you like to melt it in coffee or somebody mentioned that. So I'm going to definitely try that. Yeah. And don't do a, the key to that is <laughs> don't do a big chunk. It's not like a big thing of butter. Like people do their butter in their coffee. They cut <laughs> off a big slab and dump it in there because then you'll have this hard chunk floating around like an iceberg. So you need to shave off, like cut off a little piece and maybe even melt it a little bit like in the microwave or, or a stovetop and then put it in stir it in and it's going to be delicious. So. Okay, perfect. Good. And then I'm traveling for, so the first two weeks I'm here, which is good. Good. Um, at least then I'll get into the groove of things. And then I'm gone for about a week and a half towards the end of the challenge. So yeah. that'll be the only kind of danger zone that I face over yeah. the 28 so, days. So it'll be team dinners and going out and stuff like that. Yeah. So what I would do, I've thought about this a lot and you want to think like, how do I maximize my meat potential here? So options like appetizer, do an appetizer if you can and look for like, we almost, they almost always like a lot of restaurants, have, not always, always, but a lot of restaurants have like shrimp. Uh, and so we can do that. Uh, sometimes they have the, like the meat and cheese plate, you know, and you can do that. So opt for like a meat type appetizer and then get the biggest damn steak you can find especially if you're if your company's paying for it like that's just okay. free protein go for it <laughs> and um they'll stop doing so many damn co company dinners then they're like they'll that's let right. you go do your own steak like, and lobster yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and just like do the combo things but just pile up as many meat sources from different varieties as possible you just got to make sure that you're full though because that's that's the key and to surviving that situation is if you are not filled up and then willpower is a little bit low and then here come the drinks and then here come to the desserts. It's going to be like, Ooh, I really want that. And maybe that's a day where you do uh, like a, a brick and a half. Like you got an extra half brick that you can do for dessert after your, your meat meal. Uh, you know, maybe that makes sense just to make sure that you are full. Like that's super, super important. Even okay. if you, hedge your bets with a few extra calories, that's going to be okay. Like, I, I don't think that you're going to gain a million pounds from uh, eating a little extra protein from the, the big steak and having some, having an extra half a brick. You know? <laughs> because you can get, easily get, you can do 500 calories, a half a brick clean, or you can do a thousand calories by ordering a dessert and then all the other crap that comes with that. So Exactly. And should I ask them to put no sauce on it? Like, if, yes. cause you know how they'll put barbecue sauce on chicken and stuff like that. Yes. So just tell them no sauce. Yeah. Okay. And make sure like no sauce. Right. And, and just like emphasize that, or if you get a steak, um, you know, you can always put butter on your steak. Um, if you, if you want to, um, that's Robert said we can count butter as meat and bricks because it's an animal product. So um, just ask them <laughs> if they have some lard sitting around. I'm like, you got lard sitting around, you can slap on top of that. Uh, Bacon <laughs> grease. Yeah. Ba I mean, that's another thing. Like, you can hit people up. Like, do you guys, can you do like a side of bacon or if, if there's like a salad situation or sometimes there's like eggs you can add, you know, stuff like that? You know, doesn't hurt to ask. I, I told Paula, let's just sprinkle bacon on everything. 
every little little jar of bacon that you just yeah. do that can with. i get some bacon sprinkled on that please <laughs> i'm gonna it's love a, this challenge it's a steak mammy like yes i would like bacon sprinkled on top <laughs> yeah. i'm telling you the bacon ends are magic uh because my kids won't eat them because they don't know what it is and but you can like so i cooked salmon today in um uh, bison fat so i put bison fat in there cooked salmon and then i put bacon ends which is it's just like the chunky end part of bacon that has more fat on it i put that yeah. in there and it's delicious like all those flavors melting together and i'll just in this pan pan fried and it's just delicious and that's the way you you rock the meat and bricks like you gotta add flavors together and and make sure you're doing different things and you know get get something from the land get something from the sea get something from the air and you know and and uh <laughs> put all those different things on your plate and you'll uh, but just putting uh like i do my meat mix now with some sort of liver some sort of ground uh you know, venison or beef and then some sort of tenderloin type thing and so there's a lot of different textures, but I put them all in there in a pan and heat it all up together and stir it up with some nice Redmond's sea salt. And I can eat that pretty much nonstop. And so stuff like that, that'll get you through. Okay. Boom. Awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. You're going to rock it. And you know, there's a ton of support in there. So, you know, we'll be able yeah, exactly. to handle any adversities that pop up. All right. Yeah, it'll be all good. Cool, Tamar. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, Happy New Year once again, and we'll uh, see inside. See inside the challenge. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Good. See you. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye. You too. Well, there you have it. I always love sharing those coaching sessions. I get so much support. Uh, Those sessions always help me prepare for the month ahead, and so uh, it makes a world of a difference because I actually head into my next month knowing what I'm going to be doing, having my strategies in place. Um, so thank you, Adam, for letting me share that audio with my listeners and for all of you that have goals in 2020, let's make them happen this year. If you want to be part of a community that will support you in those goals, make sure you check out my Facebook group. It's called the road to health podcast. You are all welcome there. Of course, because I'm not the expert, I'm always looking for feedback. So if you have any strategies from your travels, or even if you're just somebody who travels a lot in general, it doesn't even have to be for business, make sure you post some stuff. Let's get some good uh, conversations going within the group. And you know what? I hope you guys all start your 2020 off with a bang. Talk to you later. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Road to Health podcast. Of course, your support means the world to me. So if you like my show, make sure you hit subscribe so you can keep up to date and not miss out on a single episode. I love to hear from my listeners and get feedback. So if you have any ideas for future shows, make sure you send me an email at info at theroadtohealth.me and be sure to check out my website, www.theroadtohealth.me where you can sign up to receive the latest news as well as get a free copy of my five tips to staying healthy on the road. You can also find all my social media links there and email information, so make sure you reach out. And until next time, enjoy your travels.